Pretty Dece, Pretty Dece, here we go. Facebook.com slash Pretty Show. It's time to geek out with Josh, your host. What's up, everybody? I'm Josh Meek, the Uber Geek. This is Pretty Dece. We've talked in the past about the Super Nintendo Classic Edition. It's the follow-up to the NES Classic, the incredibly, ridiculously popular NES Classic that has now since been discontinued. They're not selling any more of those. You can't go get one. Uh, And throughout the NES Classic's lifespan, it never really got to a point where you could just walk into a store... They had a whole bunch of them, and you could you could buy it. They were in short demand all the way through its lifespan uh, until the system was canceled, and uh, and not not canceled until they, until they stopped producing them, with the intention to then move to the Super Nintendo Classic, which is coming out on September 29th. So, knowing how the NES Classic went, I think many people leading into the Super Nintendo Classic are a little trepidatious about their ability to purchase one of these. Um, so I think that even more people are going to be wanting to to snatch this thing up than they than people did the NES Classic. The NES Classic went like crazy. So I fully suspect this thing to outsell the NES Classic very quickly, which is kind of a really scary thought because the NES Classic did amazingly. So Nintendo is getting out ahead of time of the Super Nintendo Classic and of the the launch on September 29th to talk a little bit about pre-orders. So those are going to happen, apparently. We don't know any more details, uh, but sometime in late August, so at the end of this month, pre-orders are going to start for the Super Nintendo Classic. And several stores are going to be doing them, so it's looking like Walmart, Target, those are pretty confirmed so far. Um, Target has said that, yes, they are going to put up for sure pre-orders. And Walmart, we are pretty sure they're, they're going to offer pre-orders because they accidentally turned them on late last month and had to cancel a whole bunch of orders. So they uh, flipped some switch somewhere that made that uh, pre-order for the SNES Classic show up on their website and then uh, proceeded to cancel all those orders. Nintendo is also saying they're going to have a bunch of these available at launch and throughout the rest of the year. So they're trying to assuage some fears. But Nintendo has never really been one who's been super good at meeting demand with an equal amount of supply. Um, Just look back at the Wii, look at the Switch, which is just now becoming a thing that you can walk into a store and buy that's in stock places. Um, And definitely the NES Classic is a perfect example of this. If you want one of the Super Nintendo Classics, I would definitely suggest jumping on one of these pre-orders as soon as they go live. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited. I'm, I definitely want to get my hands on one. Uh, excited for the September 29th launch. Excited to be able to hopefully get in on one of these pre-orders. But we'll see how that goes. What's up, everybody? I'm Josh Meek, the Uber Geek. This is Pretty Dece. And of course, many of you out there, I'm sure, grew up watching MTV. And and the MTV that you grew up with 
is very different than the MTV that exists now, of course. That is the, the perennial complaint about MTV. And one of the shows, of course, that you loved on old MTV that you grew up with was Total Request Live, TRL. Of course, that's the show that started our uh, cultural over-validation of Carson Daly that continues to this day. Uh, but it was also the show that ran from the late 90s to the early 2000s that was essentially a, a music video request show. You, uh, you, the viewer, would vote on what music videos you wanted to see, and it worked as a countdown show, 10 to 1, uh, essentially a, um, a, a top 10 of music videos of the day. And it, it was a little bit more than that, though, right? It, it was this kind of attitude and feeling. It was cool. It was hip. Uh, it filmed in Times Square in this weird, cool, open studio that looked out over Times Square. The audience sat around Carson Daly and whatever guests he had on. It was live, so you never knew really what was going to happen. And of course, this was back in the day when live TV actually meant live TV before they had the the uh, the kill button. You know, of course, after the 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 dreaded uh, Janet Jackson incident. <laughs> so. TRL back in the day felt weird and cool and interesting. I think that's why people were into it. And of course, MTV has, has gone away from those roots nowadays. Total Request Live was canceled in the fall of 2008. Of course, Carson Daly, the host, went on to do other things. And MTV wants to get back to that now. And they are rebooting TRL in October. They have a new studio in Times Square. They're saying bigger audiences, more expansive sets, and, quote, simultaneous productions, including new digital extensions of TRL. Whatever that means. Uh, and the reason that, that this TRL reboot is happening is because ratings are down for MTV right now. They, they gave it a shot with some original programming trying to loop people in. That wasn't working. Things aren't looking good. Right now they're shifting gears back towards more live shows. And that includes late night stuff. And that includes, of course, reality TV. Everyone's favorite. Uh, they've recently come up with new versions of Fear Factor, for example. Uh, which has actually given them, I guess, a little bit of a ratings boost. So live programming is, is where MTV thinks it's at. And they think that they can bank on, I guess, partly nostalgia and get people back in line for TRL. And Carson Daly will not be back. It's going to be uh, it's going to be hosted by five different people, uh, various YouTube personalities and DJs and 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 so forth and so on. So yes, it, in in 2017, it takes five people to replace Carson Daly, which continues to befuddle me. But you know, I I don't understand how TRL was going to work in this digital internet connected social media obsessed day and age you know back in the day trl made sense because we weren't on youtube watching music music videos at all times we weren't on on twitter we weren't on facebook we weren't on instagram so the show will either have to attempt to rely solely on nostalgia but then of course when i'm nostalgic for for trl and i tune in and don't see in sync or whatever who else was playing back in the day and i see modern artists that i don't know or care about that nostalgia is going to fail really quickly 
or it has to adapt and they have to figure out how to still be relevant in this day and age where I can go to YouTube and pull up any music video I want and watch it instantly instead of waiting to see what number it is on TRL. So I think that if they want to survive, they have to go on a more connected route. They have to, of course, incorporate social media in every possible way they can, which might end up making a, an unwatchable show. Who knows how that works? Uh, but they're certainly going to give it a shot. Right now it's slated for an hour every day. Uh, TRL at its, at its max went up to like two and three hours at times. Uh, but they're they're gonna start out and see if if they can make this work again. I I am super skeptical. I I don't know that people will tune in for ATRL because I think the times have changed, and I think that the viewing audience has has drastically changed. But I'd love to hear what you guys think. Do you think a TRL in 2017 in this digital connecting age can work? Press the call in button in the Anchor app. Call in and let me know what you think. Let's talk Total Request Live. Man, I loved it back in the day. I can't imagine it taking off in any way that the format of the past actually did because I can go to YouTube right now and I can watch any video that I want. Also, we are so diversified. There are so many genres and subgenres, and and I feel like when I was younger, if they threw on some stupid country song, I was going to listen because I had to like it. That was it. They were, they were giving me the only way I was going to watch a, a video, the way I was going to hear any kind of music at all. So if they would play Metallica, I'm in. I'm excited. And then if they would play whatever, some pop song, I'd just have to take it because who knows? The next song might be Poison. So I can watch it on YouTube. This is my summary here. Uh, and so they're going to have to change it all up. I can't even imagine that it would look anything like what it looked like in the past. <laughs> 